no matter where we face, we must face the moment of truth, baby. Another episode of the People's Podcast, America's Podcast, only podcast giving you educational yet entertaining content. It's your boy Patagonies and Lattes. Part of my my rasp, I'm drinking a sour sop tea from the Grenada Market, with which to alleviate that. But I'm out here. What else we got? Greetings, greetings, greetings. It's Hat Shep Suit. How y'all doing today? What's up, guys? It's Jazzy, live from the DR. <laughs> so, Hashapsu, just so you know, your co-host is with your enemigos right now. She's chilling with your enemigos, man. You with the ops right now? With your ops. I am. She's with the other side. I First of all, on the island of Hispaniola, correct? Okay. <laughs> okay. Listen, if you... They're all the same people. You know what I mean? Um, just remind them. Don't go to the heights <laughs> and say that. What you mean? Nigga. Nigga. I know black nigga. You know, when you think of like islands and masses, usually one island mass is one country. So you're going mm-hmm. to like, and there's only a, a imaginary line of demarcation where I am. I'm still yeah. on the island. Yeah. Like, yeah. Very flimsy, very flimsy border, porous at best. She chose rice and peas over Jean Jean. She chose dudes in diesel shoes and and jeans and 17 gold chains over the beautiful people of IT. And as she as in in true DR fashion, she's like, No, I'm not in 80, I'm in DR. I'm not black nigga. If you go to the heights and you say you went to Haiti. And wow. y'all the same people, they're going to say, yo, listen, the heist listener is going to say, no, that's not Hispanola, that's DR. We're not black, nigga. <laughs> but we're happy yes. We're happy that you're on vacation. Enjoy that. Thank if you can't you. tell by my voice, I'm hating to the extremist form because they're doing <laughs> construction outside my window. And her window is beaches and Brugal. Blue and water. Blue water. And I'm... Not feeling that. So yes, I'm hating. I'm Thank sitting in the corner. I, you know, it was a very impulsive trip. My friend invited me, and I was just like, I gotta come because the country about to get shut down again, y'all. Baby. So I'm sitting in the corner, like I don't like that shit. She out here traveling and shit. <laughs> I'm on a milk crate right now on your corner recording this tight. That's my hilarious. In my mind, not a milk crate. <laughs> but enjoy that. And while we're here, we got to talk about other international matters. Like the Olympics, which this shit is so fucking lit. Like I'm watching <laughs> mountain biking, cats falling off for bikes and shit. I'm watching fucking um, rowing, water polo, which I learned is mm-hmm. hard as hell. Um, diving, gymnastics. Like, all my favorite shit to watch in the Olympics is there because I like track and field. I like all of the water shit. Um, 
love the women's gymnastics. The men's, I don't really understand men doing gymnastics, but the niggas are strong as shit too. Now they strong oh as shit. God. I give, listen, I give them credit because that's not easy to do. Gymnastics. Nothing is wrong with it. Brown does like, flips all the time. What do you mean? Not right, it's true. cool doing flips and shit, but um, you got to be mad strong to be a, a gymnast, period. So I tip my hat to them, but I you just don't understand. You don't like them in the leotards. You don't like how they're dressed. Nah, nah, listen, listen. Teach their own. Like, I don't even knock. Like, listen, they strong as shit, Right. I would not want to get into a fight with, with a male gymnast because the niggas probably <laughs> strong as shit and will slam you. So I don't want no parts. I'm just saying of all sports to pick, as a man, I would pick like... Um, he said of all sports to pick. I mean, I mean, listen, I wouldn't personally pick gymnastics. I respect it, though. Like, I'm not slandering them as male gymnasts because, again, you got to be strong as shit. I'm just saying I wouldn't pick that. I would pick like... Something like as an individual sport, I would probably pick something that is more um glorified. Manly. Not not because it's manly because you gotta be strong as shit. But but something more glorified. Like if I'm gonna spend all that time in the Olympics, I'm gonna do some cool shit. Like I wouldn't even do golf in the Olympics. I would do like um or diving. Like I, like I watch diving and all that kind of stuff. But if I was in the Olympics, I would do something like as a black man that's glorious, like fucking track and field. But mm-hmm. not like the fifteen hundred. I would do the four hundred or the two hundred or the mm-hmm. one hundred, right? Like I've been thinking about this now, and that's why there don't be that many black male gymnasts. <laughs> that's a sport that white males succeed in because yeah, I'm to, to put on a leotard and get on. No, the, no, I, I'm not scared of none of that. I'm just saying, well, think about it, bars, Jazzy. Uh, if you was in the Olympics, what you want to do? Track and field, well, the gymnastics, well, or? Or or a do, water sport. I would do the um. What's the one where you put the thing? The shot put. The shot put. You, put mm. you ain't getting no dudes like, doing shot put. You're not getting no yeah. dudes doing shot put. They're gonna be like, oh, oh, she do shot put. Nah, get out of here. Hey, yo, where's your car? We at? Where's the moon at? Shot put. Is not getting no. So. You're not getting city boys doing that. shot put. That's hilarious. No. Hashatsu, please say the day and, and tell us that you would do a sport that would get you like. The dude. A man. <laughs> Don't say water polo or no shit like that. No, honestly, if I was in the Olympics, the sport of choice would probably be track and field. I can't front. It would be track and field or it'd be, um, uh, I just think, uh, diving or um, floor gymnastics for me. And, and that's just because I'm already kind of like in in an adjacent kind of practice with yoga. So uh-huh. I appreciate, I appreciate the flexibility. form. Yeah, mm-hmm. I appreciate the form. Okay. And you said track and field, no 1500s. I was telling my boys this yesterday in the group chat. It was like, yo, track is on. I'm like, listen, I'm not watching no, like all the track joints that's fire are in the 400, the 200, the 100, they doing hurdles. Yeah. But the chicks that's shot putting is great athletes. But or, or even long jump, long they jump too. Javelin is good. Upper bodies with which they use to throw the shot put. Shout out, listen, shout out to all the shot putters. You know, it's uh, all love, but I would do diving too because y'all know I used to be on the sun team when I was younger. But mm. oh, that's fire. So, yeah, I'm diving too. Of 
that high to dive off of. Like I've gone to those to like dive, you know, like when you go to like the cliff in uh Negril yeah. and you do yeah. I'll dive off that, but it takes me a minute. I like have to talk myself into doing it. Yeah. I've done I've done the dive at um Blue Hole in in Ochi in Jamaica. Is like, you know you like jump off the, the I yeah, I mean it takes a minute, man. I I mean I I had to gather myself get one with the Lord before I jumped in that water. <laughs> like, and you can jump with a with a life jacket on? You can. And there are people down in the water like, you know what I mean? Like if you if you look like you might need somebody's assistance, they're there to get you. But it's you jumping in the river. It's just like you just you just jumping off cliffs. <laughs> I mean, it can be depending on how high um, and where. That's interesting. Um, so I, one, this is great dialogue and <laughs> listeners, you're welcome. Cause we just told y'all what sports to watch or to participate in. If you are in a future Olympian and you want to get your him or your her, we just laid out the sports for y'all with which to be the most visible for your him or your her, right? You Fellas, in which to be the most visible. It's the, it's the syntax in the language for fellas me. listen <laughs> fellas if you out here doing some shit like like indoor cycling you not getting no cheeks bro and listen i cycle like i ride my bike a lot but um if you want to get noticed like this this dude's doing fencing and shit like that which is incredible we got black fencers in the olympics it's great yeah but you're not gonna get noticed bro like well first of all they can't see you really right <laughs> yo you made an iron mask for all Intensive purposes, you were the man in the iron mask. Mm-hmm. And you was not going to get into nobody chastity belt fencing at the Olympics, bro. Get him off the... F- it's time to end the, the show. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but listen, in all seriousness, shout out to all of the black and brown Olympic athletes. Um, Simone um, is the big homie, the big homies, although she's 4'9". Mm-hmm. And the fact <laughs> that she took control of her career, her health and all that, I think is super impressive. Sure. And I think that um, we're finally writing this this uh, weird sense that we had to like conform to them because we should be honored to be in the Olympics as Americans. But you know, Jesse Owens back in the day crushed Hitler in Berlin and came back and was still called the nigger, right? Mm-hmm. And in the sixties, when they threw their fist up and came home and was basically stripped of their medals and their livelihood and had divorces and shit. Realize how performative our performances are on the Olympic teams. Like this is all we good for. We are their bucks. We are their, their, uh, their showpieces to use in order to keep the country feeling like they're great vis-a-vis other places. And then you realize that what happened to Simone isn't like, this isn't the first one, right? Like there was Mm -hmm. a French figure skater, in the 80s and 90s, that was the only person that could do um, a backflip on one leg. And, like, the men could even do it the way she did it. She did a routine in the Olympics. She fucked it up and then brought that move out to save her routine. And they didn't even count it. So she finished Mm -hmm. 10th on a move that Mm -hmm. by itself, you would have dropped the mic. You would have said, oh, shit, like, all right, stop, stop, stop the whole shit. Yep. And it's because the difficulty level was too crazy. And then Simone Biles, like I saw her shit the other day. Mm-hmm. Um, that that Simone flips that she does in the air. Mm-hmm. You know, when you watch what the fuck she's doing in like slow motion, that mm-hmm. shit's fucking incredible. And yeah. the fact that they wouldn't even score it the right way because nobody else could, it yep. reeks of 
getting rid of valedictorians because all of the black and all of black and brown kids are now outperforming mm-hmm. their white yep. counterparts. So now you don't want a valedictorian anymore. It's the same shit. Yep. Fucked and up. that figure skater, that figure skater, uh, there were white male skaters who did who did the same move later and got those those points for it. Like after she had brought it out. I think they did it on two feet though. Yeah. They couldn't no, do but it at on least one they foot. were at least they were scored. You know what I mean? Like they were counted. Like, no, I hear you. Mm-hmm. I hear you. It's fucked up. Yeah. It's trash. But I'm very proud of I'm very proud of all of the um black at black woman athletes, black athletes that are just like, hell no, nah, I'm not doing this shit no more. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I'm the asset here and I do not, you know, it's either gonna be my preservation or your entertainment. And so I'm gonna pick my preservation. And I think that's a very honorable courageous just it's just a very sexy move like in in any i think in any industry any kind of professional the moment that you pick you and your sanity above whatever fucking institution you work for that's a boss 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 move and no we don't even need all the explanations simone didn't nobody have to come out and be like simone has mental it's a mental issue first of all this some called hipaa we're not supposed to be knowing like too many details so i don't know who's reporting on her mental health right but but um you know it, it also doesn't help her mental health for you to be reporting that she's out of this for her mental health it just exactly. does not hold it down you know? hold it down hold you it down I mean? like so shout out to her. You know what I mean? Like she little, but she heavy though. And I, and I appreciate that. Nah, yeah, so They fast. initially said it was for an injury and then it was like, it's not a physical injury. That, yeah. Like, it's just like, in, my right. business, she said she's out, she's out, but she's out. <laughs> and do you know, do you know, do you, I don't think people realize uh, how much is fucking going on in China right now in general you know this athlete these athletes have to perform in in silence there's no audience okay um, but we're in tokyo outside, tokyo in tokyo. japan oh okay. sorry excuse me uh, japan sorry it's it's early over here <laughs> so but what's happening is that like they're not performing in front of in front of any audience which does something to you psychologically like i haven't performed a sport but i've i've i've, I've competed in in you know large large settings or whatever and when you don't when it's silent something happens like you know what I mean like I don't know what how to explain it but it's almost like you it's an exam now it's not a performance and it's it's an exam mm. like, you know what I mean? so so um that level of pressure her being her the fact that COVID is still out there kicking ass you know what I mean and people are like like even that, I remember hearing that they were they were changing the uh, residences for the athletes. Like they were going to get them like these faux cardboard beds. Yeah, they didn't want them dis- fucking right to dissuade them from having <laughs> sex to not pass. It's just so much stuff happening that I think it's it's easy. It's not even fair for us to think that you know people shouldn't be affected by this. You know what I mean? Like aside from trying to win a gold medal at the Olympics. You are also in the middle of a pandemic internationally. You are also the leading figure in your sport. You are also, I mean, it's just too much pressure. Yeah. You know what I mean? So shout out to her. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, and somber news for Team Lawrence, you know, unfortunately, I have to report that uh, Issa Rae uh, popped up married to uh, some fella. And, you know, 
I'm curious to know how this is going to affect, you know, poor Lawrence, because, you know, as <laughs> Team Lawrence's president, I haven't heard back from him yet on this turn of events. So I don't know how he's taking this and all that. But to Sneaky get married, <laughs> what I'll say is I, I want to see how it affects how she writes for the show. I think it's great for her personal life. But what I found very interesting when I saw the news is that a lot of women are just like hitting her with the yes. This is so great and all that kind of stuff. But He's not hitting her with the yes. Right. But for me, I wanted to pose to, you know, my lovely co-hostesses. Can, in your estimation, how many women can actually delay gratification publicly for that long in the age of social media where so many women and men too feel like they got to be all over their bays social media and they want their public life to be mostly public, especially for like a celebrity, right? Because all I see on my gram be elbows and watches and wrists of hymns and most dudes I know barely post they her. Like and I, me, me personally, my her is not, she's not a social media, like she's a, a private person. So Y'all she don't even want to be on my social media like that to begin with. So that's our dynamic. But if I had a her that was just like, why you don't post me? I think that shit would annoy me. Mm. I think no. that you are single until you're married. We don't talk about that. Engaged? Engaged? No. no. Until you're married. You Fellas, protect your hearts because this about to be, that's not some city girl shit. That's like some... That's not... Yes, I, I don't know. know. Okay, there's a difference. Okay, so if I give you my word and I agree to be in a relationship with you, I am true to that relationship and I'm not, I'm not encouraging cheating or anything like that. Like you, if you're in a committed relationship, you're in a committed relationship, but you still single. You're mm-hmm. not there. So you checking single on your taxes. That's what you do. Right. Oh exactly. man, now we're talking about taxes. <laughs> no, but, but it's true. It's true. And yeah. so for me, that the, this recognition of like, oh, she popped out, Mary. I mean, I'm sure her close friends family friends it seems as though she was in a relationship with she got her african man too he's senegalese girls leave these, leave these leave these americans alone north africa in the building north africa motherfucker Afrique do nord Afrique do nord yeah okay, man team morocco b team morocco it seems as though they've been in a relationship for almost a decade if not that's fire. you know huh that's fire yeah, you know, and I mean, it's not like she never been out with him before. There's pictures of him. So, right. you know, for people, I think we get like this like thing with celebrities is like we know them and like we we see them on the gram and we know their lives or, you know, like the blogs post whatever the blogs post, you know, we we know about them. But that's, you know, their actual personal life. And we get what people choose to give us, just like in your personal life, you choose how you curate your social media. You choose to, you know, what you care to share with the public. And I don't think everything is for public consumption, like. That's a word right there. Talk to him. Talk to him. I was in a relationship for two years and I never posted not a thing about my boyfriend. Mm-hmm. But everybody in my family knew who he was. Every, mm-hmm. All of my friends knew I was in a relationship. Like and that, but those and those are the only people that matter. Like mm-hmm. talk to him, Jazzy. Talk to him. It's a fucking word. I, I do it again. There like, you go. <laughs> <laughs> all facts. 
Yeah, I think I already knew that she was with this man. Like I had seen him in, you know, she stepped out with him before. I think this, uh, I agree with you, Jazzy. And I also think that um, what we're just seeing is a, a professional woman not necessarily make her relationship the primary piece of her identity. She's a writer. She's a producer. She's now we got to go to feminism. Come on. It's not feminism, but literally, you know, she, her private, she, I mean, I, this is kind of, it's a rule book for like even even how I move. You know what I mean? It's kind of like I have all these other things that she don't I have, have tributes like you got tributes though. <laughs> but she may have. You know what beep, I'm saying? Beep, beep, beep. Either way, it's kind of like there. You know, people are multidimensional. Their relationships aren't the first thing that that we should expect to be seeing and learning about. You know, and I think you know, it's refreshing to kind of see someone live that out loud. Like, yeah, you know, she never hit this man. You know what I mean? He's on the red carpet with her. She ain't never hide him. But at the same time, like, she's got all this other shit going. I love that people know Issa yeah. Rae for this creative genius and not necessarily who's showing up with her to this thing. You know, she's not engaging in these conversations around, you know, K Sam's and whatever. You know, like, it's, she's got... I was with you till you started throwing, like, the K Sam shit in it. Like, come on. I was all the way with you. I don't want to. I don't want to turn this around. Don't, don't, don't <laughs> I was with you. He's like the Candyman. Don't, <laughs> don't, don't, don't. <laughs> if you say his name three times, he <laughs> But yeah, I think he's, I think I think it's it's a testament to a multi-dimensional, just being multi-dimensional, just having more than one thing going for yourself outside of your relationship and being known for that, right? Like, because that, like, like, for example, and it's not that Danny Lay was like pushing. This is. A loose example. She's not getting married, but Danny Lay was like music, and then it was the baby, and then when right. it wasn't baby, fuck the whole album release up. So it's kind of like no, you know. I love that this woman is standing on her own. You know, there's never any. She's able to produce content that is relatable to people who aren't even in her in her walk of life. Cause she had a man this entire time. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. So I think it's, I think it's really refreshing as for regular people, you know, the people who don't have blue check marks and stuff. I think, you know, like you said, social media is, is a hobby. Like it's, you don't have to, it's curated. You don't have to put your business out there. Everybody that I've had any kind of relationship with doesn't make it, you know what I mean? But at the same time, I think there's something to be said about the digital self because we're see this is how people become, you know, kind of narcissistic off off of um, social media. There is a and whether we agree or not, there is a digital self and then there is the real self. And some people on social media conflate both. They're equal. You know what I'm saying? So when you have people who are like, why aren't you posting me? Likely those are people who who believe they digital self is them, too. You know what I mean? And so if you don't post me here, I don't matter in the real world versus people who are like, I have, you know, I don't, this is a hobby, maybe, you know what I mean? So I'm not necessarily putting all my details out there, but everybody who knows, knows in the real world, you know? Mm-hmm. So I just, that might be a dating question people need to ask. Like, how serious do you take social media? How engaged are you in the digital landscape? Because that might matter. You know, you don't want to offend your partner if if that person is more engaged in the digital world than you are. You know what I mean? And if you're not into that kind of person, then don't date them. Yeah, I've been spitting fire for the last about five <laughs> minutes. Both of y'all, like, I, listen, I wholeheartedly agree with the sentiment of a woman being more than who she's dating. Mm-hmm. And I, I also feel like if I meet a woman in business and she's just like social and then she drops husband 
or like mm-hmm. some shit like that. Like, you know, in my past life, if a woman was friendly with me, I assumed that she liked me. Yes. Mm-hmm. I, I did that at one point, right? But <laughs> Most men do. And she didn't drop some shit like boyfriend or, or him or husband or some shit like that. I'll be like, fuck you talking to me for like get the like get the nigga to help you like if i was like you know out shopping and a woman is like oh can you try this on i'm like for who for my husband a young me would say no an older me would say yeah sure because a lot of times women would say oh you know he's about your build would you mind just seeing if you know this would fit or Mm -hmm. you know do you think you would like this right um now I can say, yeah, sure, absolutely. But I think in certain contexts, if you meet a woman, like, you know, if you're at like a bar or whatever and the bartender's friendly, giving you drinks and talking to you and engaging you in conversation, and she pops up with boyfriend, you're like, I don't want to tip this bitch. In a, in a young mind. But then I think when you have to respect a woman for her business first, and she she commands that respect level first, and, you know, she don't need you, but she wants you, it makes it a stronger relationship because you're not coming to it from a place of having to provide. It makes mm-hmm. you want to provide, right? Like if you meet a woman in a position where you have to help her, it, it like you start off in a weird dynamic and, and vice versa, right? Like I'm sure- I think men want to feel needed. No, no, some do, some do, but in terms of like, long-term sustainability in certain relationships mm-hmm. if you meet her and you have to help off rip and y'all ascend and now it goes from you know paying her phone bill to now she wants you to buy you know the latest designer bag that's 10 stacks and you and you're used to investing that 10 stacks something else that mm-hmm. shit can make you a little bit resentful if mm-hmm. she's not in a position yet to do for herself and i'm mm-hmm. sure the opposite is true right if you meet him as you know an upcoming chef just like go think like a man and you know it's taking him long to get his, his food truck off the road but you are used to going to turks and the dr and hispanola generally and shit like that mm-hmm. he's like uh, i can't really do that you know that that might you may pay for it a couple times but, but by the fifth trip you may start to visit like yo this thing's a whole broke right so yeah. i yeah. think i can definitely respect how she moved and listen um for the, the lay person, what I would say, like like Danny Lay, I thought she was fire, and then when she, oh, she dating this nigga, it made me stop listening to her music for a little while, because I'm like, this nigga's going to do her wrong, and then we're going to get a fucked up album after this shit. Because, you know, mm-hmm. she, was, so done. she was dancing with Chris Brown, and now she's just fucking posted mad beaches and feet and shit. I'm like, come on. Like, I definitely had her songs favorited before this fiasco. Yeah. Right. Right. Exactly. And, and yeah. for laypersons on the gram, I'll say too that I think for y'all to be posting all of these sad, sappy memes and then pop up with a whole husband or a whole boyfriend or you still dating like your your boo, like if my lady was on the gram posting all of this like dudes ain't shit type stuff, I would be like, is is something subconsciously there? Like what like why are you posting all of this like angry yeah. woman shit? And you in a whole relationship. That'd be the shit that'd be confusing me. Like, the next will get my best. What the fuck are you talking about? And the next picture, you, you're posting <laughs> his, his elbow and shit. Like, so 
I'd rather the Issa approach where it's just like, you don't know shit that's going on in your relationship because... See, this is why I be hesitating to put up any memes because people just be reading into stuff and it could not... And sometimes it don't even be all that. Like I know, I know. So maybe it's not them. Maybe, maybe it's me you. reading into shit. Maybe it's okay. you. <laughs> all, right. all right. So I'll retract what I just said. Y'all can post all of the, you know, bit of black woman shit you want. Um... I won't judge it. I won't judge it. And let this, and let this, I think it's important to also say, you know, if it's cool how Issa did it. And I think people are just happy that, you know, it seemed very seamless because we didn't see no Issa relationship drama. We just see her flourish on her show and then she got married. You know what I mean? And that's, that's what we all kind of want. Seamless, no drama. It seems like a fairy tale. Now, I... I just because she did it this way doesn't mean it's the only way to get it done. If you are somebody who is like I, you loud and proud or whatever it is that you're doing, go ahead and do that. You, you, you know what I'm saying? You be in love and you want to be like I'm, I'm in love. Yeah. And y'all see who's making me feel happy? Yeah, you know? yeah. Go ahead and go ahead and do that. Look, don't let it be because that's that's what we like to do all the time. Like one celebrity does something and then people be like, "This is the standard," and it's like, "No, it's not, bitch." Like she did it well. You know what I mean? And I'm happy. <laughs> happy for her but but you do what works for you you know what i'm saying if you're gonna post to him or her or they you know like you just make sure that you know um that that y'all are in agreement you know what i mean like that your relation that you'll keep it cute in the media because shout out to him too because 10 years of isa's career i don't know when when insecure got on the um maybe like four years ago maybe four years right so that means that that means that her 10-year relationship probably looks a little bit like tabitha's where there was a point where that man held her down. You know what I mean? And so oh, an actress lady. Okay. Yeah, you get what I'm saying? Because like Tabitha openly said that. Issa ain't say nothing. But like if you just follow the hustle that she had, if this man has been in her life the entire time, there's a chance that he was helping her too. You know what I mean? And so like to your point, PL, um, you know, it's it was it was not a finite period of time. It wasn't prolonged, so the relationship had sustainability. Cause now look, she's up. You know what I mean? Right. And like, I don't know what he does, but um, I'm sure whatever she got going on is of great assistance to their... And he should actually, you know, now this is going to be a hot take. I'm sure like my K Sam's guys is going to, you know, hit me on the side and, and uh, lambast me about this. But if she the one that's doing it bigger career-wise when it comes time to the family situation... He might have to, you know, take more of a of a nourishing role mm-hmm. to make his queen, you know, do what she does, right? He may have to be the one that's like not breastfeeding, but more so like handling <clears throat> the household shit so mm-hmm. that insecure can stay. They're getting they're getting um they have maids, they're getting maids. They're getting oh, pairs, shit like that. That's what they're getting. It's it's yeah. okay. Because the reality is she might want to be at home too. You know, this is a woman who's been grinding and H and uh insecure. Insecure is five seasons. It's ending after this fifth after this season that's coming out. So it's this? not even coming yeah, it's out. Oh, over. Man. So it's listen, over. I need Molly and Lawrence to get together because clearly Issa is not the one for him. That is so, not the one that I'm looking for. <laughs> we'll take Molly. We'll take Molly. Fine. <laughs> we'll take Molly. But 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 you know to, um they're gonna have they're gonna have wild assistance. They're not living the lives. That's they true. Living, you know what I mean. So our pair's not expensive though. Our pair's not expensive as people think. Well, you're they're not a not- lady. <laughs> so what I did find out 
since since you know since we're here since you brought it up um i i checked like what makes like a black man high value i actually checked the numbers and i'm in the high value like okay i know i know k sam's had his rhetoric and and his criteria but in terms of like statistically too like like the people that do numbers all day according to them too I'm lit, like uh, so. What is it? Could you share this? What share the metrics? Like what? What are the best? Um, like, I'll probably put them on our website. What are the KPIs? I'll probably <laughs> put them on SeriBros.com and write about it. Um, but salary wise, I think you have to be in a certain. I don't want to say numbers because I, you know, what I mean, because it well above like, six figures, correct? Right. So okay, pretty much above six uh, six figures makes you a one percent black man. Okay. So. Um, I'm blessed in my career to be able to earn enough to be called the high value black man by, you know, our wise leader, K Sams, but also by the people that do numbers too. So it's, it's reassuring to know, you know, that I'm moving in the right direction. I mean, Mm. so, um, that's that's the interesting thing about high value. Well, you know what? Let's not derail. High monetary value. Cause I don't want you to say, Oh, but cause no, 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 no. Listen, if there's numbers to it, there's numbers to it. I'm not, I'm not a contrarian. You know what I mean? Like if there's numbers to it, it's numbers to it. I just, I find, I would say that high value men are just, you know, it's, it's more character driven than it would be money. He's going to say that. You know? I mean, and but. I did, I've thought ask- high value forever. You know what I mean? Like, but that's because, you know, you're a stand-up husband. Thank stand-up you. Thank dad, you. Thank you. You know, you're a good friend. So thank that's why you. I'm like, I'm like, okay, you know, and you make some money. All right, that's cool. <laughs> uh, but I don't I didn't know that there was digits to it I didn't yeah. know that there's mm-hmm. not nah, but it's it, it, so much appreciated on that and I know we got to change topics I was with one of my boys um from my old block last week for brunch and we were just talking about like back in the day and I was like yeah mm-hmm. man it was tough back in the day but you know we was outside and he was like yo when you worked at you know models you made sure everybody had access to like discounts or you made sure that this and you made sure that like and i'm like damn i forgot like i forgot about that so mm-hmm. it's good to know when you know folks remind you of you know your worth in their life because mm-hmm. i think even if you don't say you need it sometimes you do want to be reminded of good things or not the good things but the place you have them in, in people's lives yeah for um, sure. so quickly i just wanted to do a psa from pnl on travel right now because I know it's jazzy is out right now um on the beautiful island of Hispanola. Um okay. and she is gonna have a great vacation and she's gonna eat good food and you know drink tons of extra añejo brugal. Um Baba oh okay oh okay you're getting crazy with it <laughs> but um for those traveling I just had a couple of things that's one of the requests of our people the first of which is please listen tulum is great so is cancun so is cabo on my timeline respectfully no more pictures next to like the tulum sign or the cancun sign or the cabo sign i like my voice is cracking because i'm getting concerned people's vacation (laughs) because i'm getting concerned that the level of annoyance I'm feeling is going to get people unfollowed and blocked, and <clears throat> I'm, I'm I'm tearing up. So but once I block the, you, where are the approved locations that your timeline can go? Well, right now, 
it's tough getting into uh like North Africa, they ain't really taking y'all out there. Um Europe is still semi-closed. I mean, the one thing I say is if those are the places that are open, that's fine. I know everybody's going to Jamaica too, and a lot of people are going to DR. I guess the 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 one thing though is just like the I've been to Mexico so many times that it's not that I diminish it, but it's just like everybody's doing it wrong, right? Like don't go to Mexico and like drink like like go there and go to like the Quavo factory and learn how they make tequila, right? Go get some hand rolled cigars, right? Like go to the ruins of like the Aztec or Mayan temples and Cozumel mm-hmm. or go see like the descendants of the Aztecs do like a live dance, right? Go get some margaritas with chili powder. Cause that's, that's how they drink they shit. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, like do some like cool shit. Like the yachts are cute and shit, but it's just like, it's the fake opulence for me that, that be driving me crazy. Cause it's just like, people always want to like look like they are doing it better than the next person. And someone's going to hear this and say, Oh, you're just mad. Cause you're, you're at home. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> listen, I'm home by choice. It's not that I can't go on vacation. It's more so places I want to go to. Right. Like I'm grinding and you know, if I could work from, from anywhere I would. So, and I, I can, but I can't cause I got, you know, younglings to, to, to focus on. But the, the point I make I'm is hearing is that you would like people to expand their travel to places that others might not have been so that they can give a different perspective to people rather than the same perspective of seeing Tulum and Cancun all the time. Right. So I'll, I'll, amend that by saying if you want to go to these places because these are popular places the great locations they're affordable places go to them but do some shit that's gonna immerse you in the culture of the place right like pandemic bro ain't nobody trying to get immersed i'm i'll let y'all know personally i am being a basic bitch and (laughs) i'm only going to the buffet and Buffet, uh, you know what? That's buffet, a good point. Buffet beach. That's what I'm yeah. doing here. I'm focused. Yeah. yeah, I'm not taking in any culture this vacation. I agree. I get what you're saying, PNL. I understand where you're coming from. But I think it's a good point too, especially in these times. You know, I think people just want like food and fun. Like it's not really and safety. So maybe. After the pandemic, there will be a return to, you know, wanderment and and, mm-hmm. and, 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 and learning, cultural exchange. But until yeah. then, give me my pina colada and put me by the shore. That's a good point. Yeah, you're right, folks. <laughs> folks are just trying Stand to get high on, on Maslow's. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I can see that. I can see that. Folks just want their new pictures. They might have some at the buffet that I'm going to try. They might have some. I might taste a little bit. (laughs) But I'm keto right now, so now I'm just trying to eat. I I say try the fruit. The fruit's usually pretty good. Will do. And champagne for breakfast. But you're right. Folks just want to take their pictures in their new bathing suit on a yacht with their foot arched and shit like that. Right. Who just want to take, like, mad champagne pictures with Drake lyrics? I get it. I get it. I can't knock him for that. Um, can we get a a say word? 
fly in the sky I can go twice as high Take a look, it's in a book A reading rainbow Yes, we gotta We gotta like remix the Reading rainbow? Yeah, it's gotta be like um here we go, y'all. What's that word? I got. I'm, I'm gonna find the song. There's a clip. This is definitely can right find now. audio of somebody saying word. I'm Say sure. Word. Perhaps. Yeah, yeah. yeah, something like that. Anyway, gotta be. But gotta today's be. Hey, say word is none other than the original fronting. Mm. Okay. Classic. Before there was a cap, niggas was fronting. <laughs> mm. <laughs> fronting is defined as. Lying or uh, exaggerating a truth. Um, and any one of you can use it in a sentence if you are, if you're willing. PL, you're usually very good at this. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'll raise my hand here. Um, she said it was five dudes trying to propose to her, but she was fronting because we never heard of none of these dudes. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious because I feel like you said that yesterday in a conversation <laughs> I've been watching a lot of like this week I actually had time to watch TV so I've been finishing work like early like 9 o'clock which for me is just like extra early mm-hmm. and watching Love and Hip Hop and I keep watching the same oh, episode boy. and falling asleep on it so like I fall asleep on the same shit every night like Power oh, I fall asleep six times on episode one like I'm horrible at, at night oh y'all have y'all been watching raising canaan it's I fell really asleep good six times in the first episode i haven't gotten through the first no, it's one it's good it's good it's good it's like 90s new york i know it's but really i keep falling asleep on the same episode it's dope. it's dope it's dope it's it's our childhood guys it's our childhood is it oh fire i have to try to watch it. it um but it. that was my but wow you're friends with that uh throwback of uh fronting you know, it's, it's the dope. original New New York word. It isn't. It isn't. That capping. is definitely a New York word. That is a New York word. That is a, capping, a word. capping is mm-hmm. old Atlanta um, verbiage. And mm. I got into it with one of my boys recently because he said that I'm like, bro, you like you a flatbush dude through and through. Like, mm-hmm. he's one of my guys. I'm like, what are you doing talking like that? He's like, what are you talking about, old man? Get out of the house. Stop you talking. <laughs> And I'm like, whoa, whoa, <laughs> you like you are a flatbush guy through and through. Why are you using down south lingo? It's like, bro, just get with it. Stop trying to be like so New York with it. Like this is what everybody uses. I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. but we got to fight back and use front and stop mm-hmm. saying racks and say stacks. And the whole group looked at me like, bro, like we get what you're saying, but now it's, it's over. I'm like, so you're just going to roll over and use these down south cats words. What's next? You're going to say 12? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's exactly what's about to happen. All right, well, let's snap it up for uh for that say word. Snap it up for that. I don't know if Jazzy changed its Jazzy from ask Jazzy to to you know just general conversation. So general conversation. I don't know. I don't know what we're doing here, guys. It is ask Jazzy. Um, I'd say uh. Hey, yo, Jay-Z, question. Instead of only second, right. is that better? Right. <laughs> okay, so today's question slash topic was brought up by none other than PNL over 
you know, just the background, I believe, uh, or not even a background. Are women in this, I guess, day and age or in at this time showing care for men in the way that they should in relationship? And so you can give your little, I'll allow you to give your background. Uh, as to where this came from, PNL, but we had me and Hapshet should have some have some things to say. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> thanks, thanks. So if you turn to slide one, um, <laughs> what you notice on the gram? I was on the gram and um, I saw like a dating show clip, and it was just like maybe five or seven um, semi decent young ladies, single of course, on a dating show, and. Um, the dude asked them something like, do, like, would you cook? And like, let's say out of the five to seven, like say it was five for number sake. Four of them was like, they wouldn't cook or, or they would not clean. And then the other person said that she would do both. And when they pushed on the rationale, I was like, oh, because I don't want to feel like I'm being taken advantage of. So they equated what could be love language cooking with, um, being taken advantage of or being made to feel like they were, you know, being used. And I thought about it and I said, damn, like, you know, prior to being in marital bliss, um, most of the women I dated cooked. And even when I was young in high school, dating women, I would, well, if I was dating a woman, you know, she, she feed my young ass, but if I was dating a, a you know, a girl my age, if they didn't cook, mom's cooked so i would get like a like a plate and my earliest girlfriends in high school cooked like if it was a cut day or you know a day off from school and i was at the crib i go there f- first thing in the morning i get breakfast made like eggs turkey bacon you know biscuits or whatever you know some oj or should go to mcdonald's and they had that thing ready for me and all my life, the women I dated, uh, by date, I mean more than, you know, a flash in the pan. Like, like we actually um, shared moments. Mm-hmm. They cooked or they fed me. Like, in my later years, that was a, a double entendre. In high school, I was not getting fed in that way. I don't want no nasty minds out there saying, that nigga was eating pussy in high school. I was not. So <laughs> I'm just, I'm clearing that up. Um but I felt like most of the women I I dated, you know, quiet, shy, introverted, extroverted, whatever, had a certain sense of they didn't mind feeding me, like taking care of me, like folding my laundry and shit like that. Now, to be clear, I was raised to be independent. So I learned how to cook young. I learned how to sew. I learned how to, how to you know fold my own clothes, do my own laundry. I could do all that shit myself. So I, I don't need a woman to do any of that shit for me because I was conditioned to be, you know, fully independent, fully autonomous from a young age. So when women would do that shit for me, it was cool, but I didn't, like, I didn't feel like I demanded it. I wasn't a kind of traditional guy that's just like, yo, I'm going to put my feet up and you're going to, like, run around me. So the fact that most of the women I dated just did that, it felt like, to me, that's what women did. And I started hearing more and more stories like, nah, she don't cook. So what y'all eat? Oh, she'll just like Uber eats it or we'll have like some chips and cookies. I'm just like, what the fuck? 
or <laughs> not chips and cookies. <laughs> um, or um, you know, she came over and um, I was doing my laundry and she just like put the stuff on the side of the. I'm like, she ain't help you fold or nothing. Is like nah. So I was just like. In my mind, again, maybe I've been, not maybe, I've, I've been blessed to have what I wanted out of dating experiences in terms of like certain affirmations and, and what I perceive to be signs of caring being shown. So for me, I don't think that I could have ever married a woman that didn't cook. It's something psychological for me where it's just like, if, like I'm married now and my wife does not cook every day for me. <laughs> right like mm -hmm. she makes sure the kids have breakfast every day and dinner every day but she doesn't cook for me every single day but mm -hmm. every single day the conversation is you know during lunch have you eaten have you eaten like if if my day is crazier she'll come in have you eaten if her day is crazier i'll just like heat shit up and say yo here take 15 minutes and just eat this real quick mm -hmm. right and then dinner time even if she don't cook is like what are you thinking for dinner right so I don't expect her to cook every single day on top of her job, but I know that she can cook. So if we're having something or someone over, it's not like, oh, let's go get like a foot long from Subway or some dumb shit like that. So maybe I'm spoiled in that regard, but to see women saying that they're not going to cook and they're not going to do certain shit and then be impressed about it, it's like, oh no, he could figure that shit out. I think some women have, it, have the game fucked up and think that if they got to do things that they perceived to be subservient that, you know, they're being um, shitted on by men. And it makes me think that maybe they didn't grow up with a male figure or masculine energy that showed them that, you know, just a sign of service is not like you getting shitted on. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Well, I think this comes down to gender roles. It comes down to a lot of things. There's certain things that I've heard here, right? Um, uh, the because I think naturally, as a human being, you need sustenance, food to live, right? So you need, in order to have energy, whatever, you need to eat. It is a natural need of a person, right? And mm -hmm. so you want someone that is going to be able to contribute to that need. I think when we think about gender roles, you think about men being able to provide the money for you to go get the food and prepare the meal for the family, right? So the woman is as a helper, as, you know, uh, 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 a nurturer, right? At the same time, <laughs> you know, I think sometimes women feel that being a woman has been reduced to being able to cook and clean and your worth as one, as being able to do so, right? So I think that is where some of the resistance comes from. It's like, I'm more than just a cook. I'm more than just, you know, whatever, cleaning. Mm -hmm. I see both sides of this because I do know women that don't cook, don't cook well, don't <laughs> care to cook. Sorry, you know sorry. What I mean? Like, it's, I mean, it's, it's, I mean, it is what it is. There's also mm -hmm. niggas that's broke, niggas that don't got. Here we go. We're not talking about homosexuals right now. We're not talking about the hobos. To go somewhere. No hobo. No hobo. Okay. No hobo. No hobo. No hobo. No hobo. No hobo. I'm just saying, you know, 
I, you know, I personally, I naturally have always, I'm a big girl. I like to eat. I'm a foodie. I've always had an interest in food and being in the kitchen with my grandma, whatever have you. My mom, she's not the best cook. Like Mm -hmm. my dad But she's not. And I did not learn to cook from my mother. You know what I mean? And she's not the person that, you know, taught me all the things in the kitchen. But I personally had an interest. So I went out and I learned the best techniques to get the the food cooked. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And not everybody has an interest in that. Not everybody is naturally you know, uh, is naturally good at it. I do think that people think that you're just born knowing and learning how to cook. And that's not true. It is practice. It is, is doing things over and over again. And it is a skill that Mm -hmm. if you focus on it, no matter how bad you are at it, if you focus and learn how to do it, you can. And I think that so many times people think, oh, you know, I tried to cook once. I don't know how to cook. And they just leave it at that as I don't know how. And it's really not that. And I don't want to say it's not that hard. It's not that it's, it's easy as shit to cook. It's not easy as shit for some people. It does not mm-hmm. come naturally to some people. And just because it doesn't come naturally. What yeah, I'm trying cooking to is say, easy. Come on, stop fronting. That's not true. That's it's not true. Boiling water is like half true. the battle, fam. It's Come not on. true. It's not, it's not, it's not naturally easy for some people. You know what I mean? And I just, I just think that sometimes, you know, at least I'm speaking about the women that I know that don't particularly like to cook because they didn't come by it naturally. They kind of just are like, well, I don't, I don't know. And I don't care. And like, until I have to, I'm not going to bother with it. Right. And I mean, that's fine, depending on who you end up with. But I do think that most men like a home cooked meal, maybe not every day, Ding, but, ding, 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 ding. But they, most men do like to know that if they needed a home-cooked meal, you would be able to provide something that was more than edible. Something right? that they enjoy. He said you more know? than edible. I love it. Yeah. If right now, if right now I said, Larib, I'm hungry. I'm almost done recording. She would say, all right, give me a sec. Right now, she might say, what do you want to eat? Right? But um, it's just that... Just knowing that she can is a comfort to me, right? Because sometimes I do, it's times where we just rather, you know, eat like some some bad carbs outside the house, right? But just mm-hmm. knowing, and then she'll get on me too and say, you haven't made your your thing that I like so much or like your homemade biscuits or you haven't made your tater salad in mad long or you haven't you haven't made your, your, your chicken in so long. Like, when are you going to make that thing that I like? Mm-hmm. Like, she can pull that too. And to be clear, I fucked up mad food trying to cook for her. Like I tried to make her some uh, fish one time. And at the time, I didn't know that fish cooks very fast. Right. So I put the fish in the oven on like 425, but for like 30 minutes. God damn. So that was. An, <laughs> and then I put it on her plate and she was like, how long was this in the, in, in the oven for? I was like, oh, it's a little crispy. She was like, no. I can't cut it. I'm like, all right, well, what would you grab food from the diner? And another time I tried to make her some some uh, blackened fish and I seasoned, no, blackened chicken. I seasoned the chicken and then I put like Old Bay on it too, not knowing that you're basically making the shit. So, so she cut into it and said, no, like, I appreciate the effort, but no, let's just go, <laughs> let's go get some yeah. food because this like, is- Okay, also with this conversation, 
I do think, because I think there was another component that we didn't speak about is about like, because we were talking about this before, about when to show these things. Yes. When is it When is it appropriate or should you do things for people, right? So I don't know if I want to tell my business, but. Uh, <laughs> no, no, you keep it as high level as possible. I'm keeping it high level as possible. So, okay, so I'm, I'm new. When is too single. soon? When is too soon and how much is too soon? I'm dating or whatever, right? So I recently did a, you know, nice meal for someone that I'm dating. And, you know, speaking to some friends, some of my friends were like, oh, do that, girl. And others were like, why are you doing that for him? Like, Mm -hmm. he hasn't done anything to deserve that from you. And you're living single. Oh, in a bad advice world, they gonna fuck your shit up. Right. (laughs) So it was interesting to hear different perspectives on things, right? I'm the type of person, like, if I like you, I like you, right? And if I like you, I want to see you fed. I want to see you having a good time, enjoying yourself. I don't necessarily measure things on you know what someone has done for me and i will even though we hate to bring up the boogeyman's name (laughs) it don't bother me none i was recently listening to some show he was doing and basically he was talking about like you know women have this thing where they want you to spend all this money on them and then that's when they will you know, do something nice to you or actually it was a lot more crass than that. He was talking about people owing pussy payments. <laughs> and <laughs> oh my God. You say but not I, me. The bigger, oh the bigger I don't know. I don't know. The bigger theme of what he was saying was like women feeling, oh no, it's raining. That sucks. <laughs> rain, rain, go away. Come and get another day. Rain, rain, go away. <laughs> Hey, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I got distracted. That's so good. So good. Rain, rain, go away. Anyway, anyway, the bigger picture is like, like him pointing out that women should not wait to show like you are, you are there to show that you care. It should not be, there should not be a preface of a man spending a certain amount of money on you or doing certain things for you to show care and concern for them right so and it was just funny to me because I was just like I agree (laughs) I very much agree but what are your thoughts head chef uh so I am Haitian um there's a certain level of domestication kind of built into my upbringing um my mother my aunt you know um in my house all my aunts there's there's even a way to serve men food, you know what I mean? And so all my boyfriends have been served food. I mean, you like we separate plates shouldn't should touch, you know what I mean? Like he gets a tray, he gets a this, I take up the food. I call can- your friend, because I ain't I ain't got a tray in about 10 years. No. You gotta call your friend. I, I want a tray. <laughs> but like, you know, I remember when um um when I first like an early, early boyfriend though, um my my, I remember the background kitchen, 
right? Like my and my my aunt and my mom were just like, oh my God, Steph, you have to do this, you have to do this, you have to do this, you have to do this. Mm-hmm. They were plating shit. I mean, just, they know what they were doing. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. I was I was in my very, very early 20s and I just was kind of like, why is all this pomp and circumstance happening for this, for him? Like, I don't understand why, right? And um, it isn't that I didn't understand that he needed to be fed, right? But I just didn't understand... Um, like, I didn't know that there was all this formality that went with it. You know what I mean? But this, this was the, this is the, the training that I got. I think that, um, it's awesome to show someone you care by feeding them. You know what I mean? I, I, mm-hmm. I, I meet Jazzy in that sentiment. I think whether you're going to order, whether you're going to cook, you know, um, and someone who is, uh, doing it for someone who appreciates the gesture and does and isn't necessarily going to, uh, assign judgment to how well you did it or how often you do it or whatever, you know, I think is a beautiful thing. I also, I also feel like, um, uh, maybe I'm, I, cause I also, I often think what makes women averse to it. And it's probably because when they watch some of their, the women in their life be, you know, do this for men, it didn't stop the men from doing whatever they were doing to these women. You know what I mean? So, so some, the only way to quantify some of like a, a K, the only KPI, the working one that we had is money. You know what I mean? It's almost like, mm-hmm. what has he done for you? If we're, if we're trying to leave these formal archaic ways of like valuing people, then we're going to see some of this where people are still like, Oh, how much has he spent on you before you cook for him? You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Which I think is kind of dumb, but you're, but I expect people to say that stuff because they don't know how to, they don't know how to appreciate a relationship. Mm-hmm with other metrics, you know what I mean? Um, so yeah, I think that it's, it's really loving to show, to show, it's loving to show someone that you care about them by cooking for them, you know, or, or providing a meal, however you provide it. It doesn't have to just be that. It can just be maybe a favorite thing, you know? Um, I, I don't know. I don't know if, um, I don't know if I have any other hard opinions on it. I feel like what about when timing? you do it, when you do it is up to you and your partner. Um, I don't think that people need to be running out the gate like, okay, I'm cooking and doing meals and all this other shit. Just like niggas shouldn't be paying bills, you know, for chicks immediately. Like, you know, I'm not, maybe you're not ever until you're like, you know, down the road. Maybe there's like a, a ring on the way, but you know, people shouldn't be like, don't make me responsible for your basic need. No hobo, no hobo, no hobo, but even the expectation, right? No hobo. Yeah. Right. The expectation that that someone is going to provide a meal and a this and a that for you or a a bill payment or whatever is, is um, kind of ridiculous. But I think it's very, it's, you know, it's really just kind of subjective. It's up to how, how, what you feel for this person, how real the relationship is, I suppose. And, um, and yeah, I mean, like Jazzy, if you like him, then cook for him. If you like her, then cook for her, you know, like it kind of just is what it is. And I mean, really my thought was like, I thought about it and I was like, I want to make this person feel special. Like, and And he probably did. He's probably wild tingly after that. To cook. Right. Yeah. And you just use your discernment. If like, if you cooking for this person and you're showing them that you care and then they're still not doing things that show that show you that they care about you, then clip the cooking. Right. It's simple. Like, I think it's very simple. Like, Sorry to interrupt. Yeah. No, no, no. You were saying something? Uh, no. I, well, what I was trying to say is that I think it goes back to like, I think people become jaded in in love, right? Yeah. It's like nobody ever wants, nigga, oh, you know, on, 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 I'm, I'm back dating, you know, on Hinge. Uh, we can meet up for coffee. 
or we can meet up for drinks because they don't want to put a certain amount of money into Mm -hmm. uh, a woman or into dating when they know it might not go somewhere. And they, and men see that as wasting funds or wasting things, which I can see. And I get it. You know, like crazy out there. It is. Don't come back. Stay where you at. It's not, it's nasty out here. It's, it's oh, like a cycle. It, like dudes I'm don't want to like, spend because yeah. chicks is scamming, and then you see shit where it's just like, right? A dude to be saved in a chick phone is like lunch. Another dude is saved as like Pound Town, right? Like right. But then there's chicks also saved in in well the same sex relationships aside, right? Like because I mean, for the sake of just um getting to the point quickly for Jazzy, but um yeah, I mean, chicks people is head, are, people can be for me. You got um. You know, <laughs> I was gonna say chicks be saying the dudes' phones like chopper. <laughs> yeah, they be like A, B, C. I've seen all kinds of shit. It's nuts. Jaws. Yeah, <laughs> it's nuts. And so it's kind of like it's kind of like um. Well, wait, no, Jaws. You were finishing your point. No, no, that was the point. I think, oh, well, to, to finish, I think like on a woman's side, it's just like I'm not gonna do these things for men. Right. Until they prove themselves because I've been hurt before. But I think if we were all both sides operating from our best place, it's like, hey, I met this girl. I'm vibing with her. It doesn't matter that the other chicks I was with were scamming me for lunch. I want to I want to spend on her. I want her to make her feel good as a woman. Oh, my gosh. I met this guy. We're clicking. We're vibing. There's vibes, Mm -hmm. you know. I want to show that I care. I want to, mm-hmm. you know, cook. I mean, I'm I'm not saying to overextend yourself past unreasonableness, but if you naturally come to a place where you want to do things, you should do them. Like I I'm not about like, you know, holding back for rules or for, you know, like same thing with having sex. Like if I meet you and I like you and we're vibing, it might go down. You know, not mm-hmm. because of some imaginary rule or whatever, but also use caution and discernment. If I know you out here, you a player and we still vibing, I'm not going to do that with you because mm-hmm. I might just become a statistic. You right. like, you need to, you need to use your brain and all yeah. the experience right. that you've been through, you know? Yeah. You need like a personal scale. I think that helps. You know what I mean? It's like you do you, when I meet somebody, uh, maybe it's not like a, like, timeline but based on intensity of like of the feelings between between me and this guy then like you know it might start off with care packages before it starts off with a meal you know what I mean like sometimes Mm -hmm. I've done before where uh if if I know that a man has a particularly challenging job or there was a a bad day you know because um or a bad day of some sort if you're in regular conversation with these people you know what their favorite things are you know what the things that they indulge in for for stress release. I will just drop them things off or get them sent to your house. You know what I'm saying? Like that's a first step for me because mm-hmm. I feel like it's care. It's still care. I'm not it's cooking care. for you. I'm not investing the time, but I I did pay attention to what you said. And you are you you are important enough for me to me to make sure that you're well. Right. So like. If you like this pack of beer, if you like this, this particular um, um, dessert, like I'll send it. You know what I mean? Like, that's fine. But and as a relationship progresses, you know, if the feelings intensify, then we can talk about 
investing more time in making sure you get something a little bit more curated. But like the expectancy that the dating world has right now where people should just be kind of paying bills up front, fucking up front and cooking meals up front is nuts. Like this. Yo, listen, and I blame, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but I just wanted to add to that. I blame some of the lyrics. I heard a lyric that said, fuck your six pack if you can't put up six racks. Right. And of course that was a, a, city girl uh mm-hmm. yeah so mm-hmm. but i mean this is this is this is one lyric against against how many other lyrics where men are literally reducing women to a body part an experience and women Talk are reducing men several, to I mean, money yachts Nipsey, who I love. I remember this one song where he's like, you know, my um, my wife is a C note, but my mistress is Creole. Right in in the record, I'm fucking. It's her. a fire line. It is a fire line, which is why he's my one of my favorites. But still, at the same time, it's like, you know, men are not hiding any of this. How they view the, their women, how they move with, the, they're not hiding this shit in their. They're not not hiding it in their music. So I've I've always felt like the city girls were like retaliation. That's why they blew up so quick. But it's not helping but nobody, women, right? Like I mean, it's helping some people. I don't know who. It's, I don't it's know. helping. It's helping to keep women single, and they getting disappointed. Like dudes, like it's turning into like a vicious cycle, right? And I feel like. Well, it depends. Some women don't have the goal of marriage. Some women don't have the goal of children. Some women don't have that. Like I know some, I know a few women who they are going to be by themselves and they're okay with that. You know what I mean? Like it's not about building a family. So it wouldn't be fair to be like, well, you know, these lyrics are damaging people. They're damaging the folk that are following it and want something that is not represented in the lyrics. Yes, yes, yes. That's, thank you. I'm going to say that I said that, but you said it for me on my behalf. But yeah, I was trying to say that. And the last thing, too, is I'll just say is like you attract what you project. So if you just put out like this is what I do and some people may take advantage of it. Like if, if you would do that likes to eat out. Yes. Yeah. You can scale it back to say, you know, coffee first. If she's insisting on a, on a on a on a fancy dinner day one. And it's a bad time. And she can't just do that for herself. Then like if it's a genuine vibe and she's trying to genuinely build with you. Then a conversation, a picnic, whatever, a coffee date. Most women that I I hear from don't mind doing a public coffee first as like the icebreaker just to kind of fill each other out. Mm-hmm. And then you can step it up. But I think you got to just be willing to, as a man, do what you would naturally do. And if she's a bum, <laughs> if she's a hobo, then she might try to take advantage of it. But you should be able to like pick up on it. Like if you say, hey... My favorite restaurant is Peaches. And she says, no, I'd rather go to Julane. <laughs> then you can say, well, cool, but I'm I'm going to Peaches. So you can come mm-hmm. with or you can not come with. Now, for dinner, if if you offer up a dope spot that's like, you know, Black-owned and it's a good view, good vibe and that kind of stuff. And she's like, I prefer, you know, Restaurant X. And, I'm, and you say, well, why? Oh, because, and she can't give you a good reason. It's more because... She want to be on the scene and and order forty eight dollar lamb chops, then you know what it is, right? And I think um, for me, I go back to that. I feel like you know when a woman cooked for me or this shit, like that shit made me feel like mad tingly inside. I'm like, oh shit, mm-hmm. like because um, as somebody that's used to doing for everybody else, when somebody does for me, like I respond like 
in tenfold, right? So it's like if you buy me like my favorite ice cream pistachio and <laughs> say, hey, I know you had a you had a bad day or a bad week. So and it's like early on when I was dating, that would happen a lot with Lil Rip. I'd say Yo, I had a crazy day at work or crazy week at work. And then, you know, she would order like my favorite thing to eat. Or is this like clearly? Before, I mean, this is, this is the homie right here. Right. Like, <laughs> like back in the day, she would come visit, have roommates. And, you know, early on, she would always visit and cook. And she made breakfast for everybody. And I got to fight one of my roommates because the nigga tried to double back and take more food. And when he had one of his, you know, young ladies visit, this, this woman made like 40 burritos or some shit like that. He was like, yo, y'all get one each. Cause she was going door by door with the pan. Like, hey, how much do y'all want? He was like, nah, 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 nah. Niggas get one each. So then when we fast forward a month and the ribs there and she makes burgers, she makes them said, listen, I made burgers. There's more than enough. Get it yourself. And mm-hmm. they, went, they went and got it. And then this dude eats and, and she made fries too. So she took my car, went to the supermarket, came back, got the shit and just started cooking. And then we, in the living room, this dude disappears. I, I walk in there, this nigga's eating. I'm like, yo, what the fuck you doing? One, he's like, yo, she cooked for everybody. I'm like, no nigga, she cooked for me and she's sharing with y'all niggas. Mm-hmm. And when that chick was here, you was in a different kind of time. Fuck out of <laughs> here with that shit, right? But the point I make is that it felt good knowing that um, she took that step because growing up for me, it was laugh, lust, mm-hmm. and food, right? Mm-hmm. Like, if we can get lusty and then eat and or, or get food and, and then get lusty, <laughs> that's it. Like, I'm, I'm low maintenance, right? Like, um, so um, the, the woman that don't need you for shit publicly carries itself, at least for me, right? Carries itself a certain kind of way. Cause it's not even a war. It's just like a certain level of self-respect. And then you get to know her and with you, she's completely different. Mm-hmm. That shit is just so fire, right? Yeah. Because the other side of that is that there's some women that'd be mad friendly to the world, damn near flirty. And then you get her alone and she's sitting on the end of the bed, like just like, you know, looking looking wild, shy, or you say you're hungry and she say me too. Like, I think for me, to your point about like, um, you know, providing and feelings and that kind of stuff, I feel like when a woman comes from strong women, they don't mind those acts of, I don't even want to say service. I say, you know, affirmations of feelings because mm-hmm. they're used to a certain kind of show. And even if she ain't the best cook, but she says, let's do a cooking class together. Or, um, hey, listen, I don't cook that well, but we could do, you know, Uber Eats or whatever. Because if she don't know how to cook, I can't tell a woman to learn how to cook for mm-hmm. me, right? Now, if she wants to learn because she knows that I like home cook, that's something different. But I do think that, uh, like, if you survey 10 guys that work their asses off, they're going to say, that feeling of, you know, favorite meal. And, and it happens to me. It's just like, oh, man, I had Bonchon and Mad Long. Four hours later, Bonchon to say, like, yeah. Like, so I would say 
if you care about a person, the sooner you show it, the sooner you get signed to that max contract. Because let's be honest, there's competition out here, men and female. So, fellas, if you like her, show her you care sooner or later. Because when you met her, she probably had three other dudes in her like in her inbox. So That's if you thing. people don't want to acknowledge that it's a competition. It's a competition. It's a competition. To the victor go to spoils. So <laughs> if like these days, unfortunately, women have rosters too. Yes, it's it's unfortunate, but what you got to do is just say, you know what? I'm going to be like the, the MVP and like, she's a baddie. She didn't meet you in the vacuum. This is not Stranger Things, bro. Like, there's other dudes in her face. So in order for you to get her attention, you have to acknowledge that you have to court her. And mm-hmm. courting has aspects of competition baked into it, right? In the Romeo and Juliet oh, times, Beauty and the Beast, like, dudes was going hard for the lady. You got to put some effort into, like, securing the, you know what I mean? Like, securing go get the, the box. box. Go get the box, bro. I'm sick of you. Go get the box. And may I, may I also say, offer that, you know, um, two things. One, the first thing is that I think cooking is just one of the ways. I, I find that, you know... Um, it's just a feeling of being chosen, essentially. Like, I feel like men men don't often get a chance to feel chose. You know what I'm saying? And when you choose, when you choose to prioritize his needs over yours or or just as much as yours, actually, I should say, um, in the sense where it's like, you know, if I had a bad day, this is how I want somebody to treat me. If I was hungry, this is how I want somebody to treat me. And you right. do that. I think it just articulates choice. Like, you're choosing to to value this person. And, and men, you know, unfortunately, you know, we don't have... We don't have a society that is very loving towards men. So when you do take loving action on behalf of a man, it resonates very, very loudly. Um, I have I have come up big doing. <laughs> I have come up big in my life, leaving my business off this. But like, I landed in a whole relationship because I bought a man lunch on the the first day. He said something. I left. I came back. I dropped the meal off, and then I was like, "You said you were." No, I'm sure. I'm sure he went <laughs> home, fucked up in the head, like, "Oh man," because that's right. the thing. If if right. eight women would have just said, all right, see you later. And right. you're like, okay, here, he's fucked yeah. up. And vice versa. Somebody listening to this is like, oh, she's a pick me. No, no. and I, I did it exactly. right. It, it cost me nothing. It Lunch for you mm-hmm. cost me nothing. I left. I went about my business and it was mm-hmm. another. And I had other things that I was doing at the same time. But, th- but it didn't. It spark this man you know what I mean and I wasn't necessarily looking for him so I think that I think it just articulates choice but two I think another thing that's really important and I'm, I'm, I'm feeling it a lot more these days is that your friendships are also intimate relationships that you can you can use the same scale in like you know what I mean I have friends when you come over they cook you can tell that's the love language you can tell that they're prioritizing that so if you don't know what to do when you're romantic joints practicing your friends <laughs> Yeah, maybe you should try and see how you're treating your friends. Maybe you can try that scale out with your friends. I don't know. But I just feel like it's 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 literally just loving action. And like Jazzy made a really good point earlier about people kind of just being scarred. Because remember, I said my mother and my aunt were like, you got to put the plates out this way and this, that. Even though their teaching came from a place where they had to, you know, they were teaching me out of a certain energy of have to, I still understood what the overall point was so which is why i was just like i'm not bringing no no dude that doesn't have uh a title with me home because this is what i'm this is my standard for him you get what i'm saying so like there if 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 uh we are 
testing it out and it's still not serious. I'm not plating your food and cooking and this don't touch and I'm cleaning afterwards. I'm not doing that. You know what I mean? But if if we have built, then then yeah. I mean, I we I got we gotta eat. You know what I'm saying? So like all in all, you know, choose your nigga ladies. Yeah, and and, <laughs> and fellas, fellas understand too, right? If if she's a yogi or an artist or an accountant or whatever, and she's telling you, oh, I'm studying for this licensure exam or I need right. a new yoga mat or whatever. Like out of eight dudes, seven will say, oh, wow, or I'll see or something like that. But if mm-hmm. you didn't do that, it says here's the study guide or here is the new yoga mat you needed or here's Boy. like... Mm-hmm you know, the bread towards your license or some shit like that, yo, you might be eating panty pie that night behind some shit like that, fam. Like, like, I'm telling you, like, sometimes people, people think competing is, like, beneath them. And that's why they want to be in this vicious cycle of, like, low-hanging fruit. Because if you're going for the low-hanging fruit, yeah. But if you put the ladder up and take the drone off the top, that shit done seen all the low-hanging fruit shit. And can give you like a better perspective, but you appreciate it more. Right. So, yeah. Um, I tell people you don't want to have a stomach ache. Stop eating off the floor. Exactly. Like, man. You don't want to have a stomach ache. Stop eating off the floor. Y'all niggas be eating off the floor and y'all niggas doesn't necessarily mean men. It means everybody who yeah. is not thriving. <laughs> a lot of dudes, a lot of dudes out here, you know, jumping in DMS on these shits with, with the ass cheeks out on the gram who post nonstop about being single and how dudes ain't shit, and then wind up being the next dude that they complaining about, and they subtweets just like fam. Like if she's putting it out there, if the energy, if she's putting out that kind of energy, that's what she's gonna attract. And if you're putting out the energy of opulence, if you you know got mad pictures of your sneakers and your watches and your your outfits and right. great captions, some chicks might just see you as I right, well. If this is what he wears. This is his lifestyle he's projecting. He must have it. So they may approach you differently than if you. Mm-hmm just met them in sweats and they didn't know what you did and agreed to that coffee date. And then next thing you know, they go to your crib and you live in a fucking a dope ass bachelor pad. Like now, now she's intrigued and thrown off. And then you, you know, make the lamb chops with a good sauce, get a good bottle of wine. Next thing you know, that night you eat in box, right? So (laughs) I'm not saying that's the end goal. I'm just saying, Y'all complicating shit. <laughs> like, stop right. complicating it, fellas. But that's but and I think what Jazzy said is paramount because if you if it naturally feels like you want to do something good for this person, then do then it. You do it. But if you if you feel hesitancy, then that's that's cause for pause, then right? Why are you hesitating? Do you not trust this person? Are they showing you things that you can't build off of? If that's the case, then that's a conversation. It isn't, I don't have I personally don't have the energy to be doing all the extra um. You know, like, I'm going to wait this many months. I'm going to wait this many, this. You know, if it feels like it's like, this is what we're supposed to be doing and this is what we're going to be doing. I'm always watching them. So I like, I don't, I don't, I don't leave my, my, my safety in the hands of another person. So I'm always, I'm always watching. But at the same time, like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to obstruct my heart. Okay. (laughs) You know, by not doing what comes up naturally. And if, if what comes up naturally is, you know, oh, you know, he might like this then I'm going to do that. You know what I'm saying? And based on, you're going to tell me what, what um, my next move is going to be based on how you receive this. 
And it's 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 simple going forward after that, I feel. Exactly. So be yourself. There's no timeline on when you show caring, but just remember that fellas, most of the time you got competition. And the best way to win a competition is to get in the game and shoot your shot. That's also my my ending words for this week as well. You're welcome. Get in the game and shoot your shot. Jazzy, do you have one? I still got I, I got to think too. So. I'm having a good time, guys. I'm, I'm here. I made it to the pool. Yeah. Enjoy your life before lockdown. Anything that you need to do, get it done now because we about to be locked down. So do it now. Okay. Um, I, my last words are, um, whoa, one, it's really an announcement. One, uh, every Friday in August, I'm doing, um, I'm hosting yoga, um, and it's open to men and women, black people only though. Um, and also it's what I love about this. It's like, I'm calling it a self-love series. I'm just giving you a tool that you can build your own practice, your own self-care regimen with, especially seeing how we're going to go get ready to go back inside. It feels like, I think, um, just to prevent some people from, uh, falling into insanity, uh, you know, I might want to teach some breath tech, breath work techniques, you know, some yoga postures every Friday in August. But, uh, outside of that, um, my parting words are, um, you know, if you, again, if you, we just, we are still in the middle of a panorama, protect your neck, um, protect your heart if you're dating protect your heart if you're not there's just a lot of stimuli and a lot of information out there so just 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 you know just look after yourself just take some time to look after yourself extra Nessie. absolutely www.steverybros.com is the site for all things us new merch coming soon please uh has shep suit make sure that you tell us where you're going to be hosting is this virtual yoga oh, it's, virtual. It's, virtual. it's virtual it's all, all right, so check back on our site and hers as well, our IG or Twitter or her mm-hmm. IG, so you know mm-hmm. where to link up for that dope yoga. Um, mm-hmm. Fellas, you get to see some yogis, some women, and you know, some uh, spandex. So it might be worth doing that as a place to start. I don't know why women don't date yogis. Oh my God, the men in the yoga space are phenomenal. All right. <laughs> As, yes, but Jazzy, enjoy your vacation. I hear the uh, the uh, the enjoyment in the background. I'm going to go to brunch right now and, and go drown my sorrows and, and some IPAs and waffles. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> All right, y'all, over and out. Peace. Bye, guys. Love you. No matter where we're fierce, we must fear the moment of truth, baby.